Hey guys, it's your girl B. And it's your girl Liz. And this is Not, Not That, that you, you Asked, the show where we talk about all of the things, all of the time. This week's episode is all about family and setting boundaries. Please feel free to contact us with any and all inquiries at ntuathepodcast at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at Not That You Asked. You ready, Liz? Let's talk about it. So, um, it is not lost on us that we came into the new year and we're like consistency, consistency, consistency. We're about to come at it with y'all and, and do this all the time. And then life was like, okay, that's what you thought. <laughs> um, and that's just, I guess it's one of the beauties of life, but it's also just one of the things you got to roll with. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like we make plans and God laughs. Right. And so the gist of all that is that we here now and um, we keep in with it and we're always going to keep with it mm-hmm. for so long as you listen to us and ask for us and care to hear what we're talking about. For sure. And um, I think this conversation is funny because we actually, in planning our, our kind of our conversations and things we wanted to discuss, we came across the idea of boundaries. And it was something that I was super adamant on and had, was learning myself at the time. And so I was like, we have to talk about that. And we were like, yeah, that's our next conversation. And then we kind of went on a little hiatus. And when we came back, like, what's our next episode? It's like, yeah, we said we we're going to talk about boundaries. And I'm like, yeah, but that feels past due. Like, mm-hmm. that was like a couple months ago at this point. Like, nah, I'm not really feeling that. And then, ding, <laughs> the fucking light bulb went off. And um, I was like, oh, I want to talk about this. And Lo and behold, it's just funny, full circle, you end up right back at boundaries. It's just in a different light, um, but boundaries nonetheless. And so, you know, that's just life for you. That's life for me. Everything I say I won't do, don't want to do, <laughs> life will be like, <laughs> you thought. Right. Um, and it's all full circle moments. And so here we are. And I'm excited to have this convo. I just feel like it's going to be a good conversation. Not for sure. Like, like B was saying, life has a funny way of humbling you but also like putting Mm -hmm. things into perspective like these last couple months going into 2021 I mean it was a huge transition going from 2020 and all that we endured and we even spoke about that in one of our last episodes of 2020 as we wrapped up such a long um, year filled with hardships and tribulations but also a lot of growth Mm -hmm. and realization so definitely um, we've been very blessed these last couple months as well like it's been a lot of positive things happening and I think we both are just grateful that we're able to come back together and have these conversations again and continue a passion of ours. And of course, hoping that you guys are still listening in and like right. she said, care about what we have to say because we're still here. Like, are we talking to ourselves right now? <laughs> right, like we're still here to represent you guys and use our platform for all the right reasons. And definitely this topic is gonna hit home for a lot of you guys. And like we said, as much as we circled around the topic of boundaries, it does tie in. And yeah, we came right back to it. Right. I yeah. think a lot can relate, so. I agree. Um, and before we even get started, something just clicked in my head again, as you said something, and I feel like what better space or place to acknowledge this, have to give congratulations to my co-host over here for the, your girls going to grad school <laughs> and leveling up okay. and getting one degree hotter. God bless. That is, listen, it's it's a blessing in itself, and I'm immensely proud of her, and that's, it should be stepping up, we leveling up in life, and I just, you know, I could not continue on the conversation without even just at least acknowledging that, because that's that's major moves right there, that's definitely major moves. Period. I'm cheesing hard as hell, I don't even know what to say, I already told you how I feel, but yeah. thank you, B, like, it really does mean a lot, a lot of people contributed to that, that's one of my biggest goals, and I'm just glad to see it come to fruition, so I can't thank all of you guys enough for being my support system, it definitely pushed me through, and period, we're yeah. leveling up, we're period. leveling up, period, and I think, so this actually ends up being a, an amazing segue, because if nothing else, I think our family has a way of supporting us and pushing us, and sometimes it's to our detriment, and sometimes it's to <laughs> our success, mm-hmm. and so what a way to even end this conversation, um, but almost perfect. And so, I mean, let's get into it. Family ties. Like, right. w- what does it mean? What is it? Um, is it at your core? Is it something you're unfamiliar with? Um, I'm going to let you go. And then because I feel like if you know me, you already know. And I feel it's similar with you. Nah, um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to try and take the backseat to this real quick and then chime in 
I mean, yeah, I mean, anybody who knows me and even I feel like complete strangers, even sometimes my first encounter with them, my family always comes up in conversation. Mm -hmm. Like it's FOE always, mm -hmm. like over everything, over anybody. And mm -hmm. of course, as we're going to dive into a little later too, like there's those couple of friends that became family mm -hmm. and like y'all know who you are. So I consider when I say family, I always say like slash loved ones. Mm -hmm. Because to be honest with you, when I think like inner circle and family ties, I think of those very few people that I can count on one hand. Right. And like, that's my lifeline. Like, that's everything for me. So family is just the bottom line. Like, I wouldn't be anything that I am without them. Mm. It's like that saying, like, you can't live with them, but you can't live mm -hmm. without them. It's literally <laughs> like, I don't know, mm -hmm. I wouldn't trade I wouldn't trade them for the world. No, like, by all means, none of us are perfect, but we make right. sense some way, some shape or form. And like, Right. I can't live with I literally can't live without these people like I'm in like what three four different households and it's a and it's an absolute madness trying to spend an equal amount of quality time with each and every one of them especially the youngins that are growing up in my family right now and those that are that live so far away in other states and other countries but all of it is just like my biggest I guess my biggest passion and why I go so hard for everything that I do because it's really to set an example for them and to you know, like pay back all the things they did for me. So right, no, I I hear that. And I respect that, and I feel like for most, well, no, I don't want to say for most people, but for a lot of people, your family is kind of your driving force. Um, but then for others, they're the opposite of that. Yeah. Um, and you know, you often hear people like you have your favorite cousins, you mm -hmm. have your favorite side, you have right. you know, and so for me, it's interesting because. Um, I've made it no secret, obviously, that I'm quite proud to be both Dominican and Black, and but mm -hmm. there is a definite duality to that, and there's a difference in the um, dynamics of that, because then you have my mom's side, that's Hispanic, Dominican, and that's a whole different culture within itself, and then you have my dad's side, that's Black, and mm -hmm. um, my dad's side raised me. like. I don't, uh, almost essentially who I am is 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 the product of growing up at my grandmother's house with my cousins, you know, my siblings, like my dad's side is such a huge portion of me, but that's not without saying that, you know, my mom, we took trips to the Bronx to go see her family. And, you know, my essential, like my surrogate grandmother, she lives in the Bronx, like, you know, there's a difference there, but it's not so that each doesn't play its own part in that same breath. Um, I would say that my maternal side, it's complicated. It is definitely much more complicated than my dad's side. And I will say that, unfortunately, I do feel more comfortable with my dad's side. And so um, even in this conversation, part of this conversation was um, birthed from a conversation that I had with my mom um, about different dynamics and such. And it's just interesting to me because for as close as I am with my dad's side, even there, I had to learn, I have to set certain boundaries, mm -hmm. even with them being so close. And, yep. you know, it just was like boundaries, I feel like are essential in any relationship, mm -hmm. no matter where you go in any friendship, whatever boundaries are so necessary. And you don't realize how necessary they are until all of a sudden you're like boundaries are needed here. Mm -hmm. And it's not to say that the relationships are in turmoil, but boundaries, they just, they're essential to, to human life. And mm -hmm. um, this, this conversation is interesting to me because of the differences in the sides and what that means to me and how I behave and the boundaries set mm -hmm. on each side. <laughs> yeah. um, so I guess I'll segue that into uh, this next point what are your thoughts? Because I know what mine are, but what are your thoughts on blood is thicker than water? Because we ride so hard, right? But like I said, not everybody has that. Right. And so what are your thoughts on blood is thicker than water? Well, yeah, I think it goes back to like what we were saying earlier about that chosen family. Mm -hmm. Because don't get me wrong, like people with my last name, people not with my last name, but we come from the same family and we share blood or DNA or somewhere mm -hmm. down the line we are related. Mm -hmm. Um like it, I'm riding for you, right? Because there's a certain connection that we share that we were given that's just like, uh, it's it's unchangeable, but it's also like, you know, special. And a lot of people take pride in like, it's like your family comes first or mm -hmm. through tradition and, and pride it's reasons. It's you kind exactly. of bit. as you get older, like family first, like you always ride right. for your family. Right. And especially as women too, and especially as minority women mm -hmm. and just 
people who come from a Hispanic background, but also an African-American background. Mm -hmm. I know that this is a a very big deal Mm -hmm. for our type of traditions. Mm -hmm. So I grew up always knowing that like family is of top value. Like they're, Mm -hmm. they're priceless. Like you put them first, you ride or die, like whatever. But I agree to the, I agree with that statement to a certain extent, Mm -hmm. just because I've definitely also too, you know, every, no family is perfect. And there's people that come into your life that fulfill that role mm-hmm. and f- and become your family. Yes. And I feel like we don't have to share DNA or be biological anything mm-hmm. for me to ride for you as hard as I would for my biological right. sister, brother, parent, right. grandparents, aunts, uncle, cousins. Like for me, it's all about loyalty. That's something that everybody knows about me. It's like respect and loyalty. Right. If you bring those two cat like those two qualities to any relationship you have with me, and we get to that point over time and that trust is built, mm-hmm. then for me, it's like blood and chosen family right, is right. thicker than water. That's how I would change that. Yeah, I, I think I I kind of follow that, that your sentiment there because, yeah, like you said, like that was ingrained in me. Like mm-hmm. you're raised, like blood is thicker than water, like it's family over everything. Like, mm-hmm. and to a certain point, as you get older, I think the different relationships that you have with different family members, like you, you that continues, you feel that even deeper, you know, because you go through certain life uh, situations together and, you know, X, Y, Z. But um, also I've experienced where, like you said, sometimes you have people who come into your life that aren't blood, that aren't of your DNA, and they serve these roles or they come in place of someone who is your family and they essentially kind of do more for you than <laughs> your family would, which mm-hmm. is it's interesting, right? But that's like certain relationships. And so it changes the way that you look at that because it's like, yo, like you, I, when I say family, like I, in my mind, like one of my best friends, she's like my god sister, exactly, right? Yeah. But that's my sister. Like when I say family, it doesn't matter if we share blood or not. If I consider you my family, you are my family. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I need to put a distinction on, oh, that's my friend. No, that's my family because, Mm -hmm. yeah, blood is thick in the water, but not always. Exactly. Like to a certain extent. Right. And, you know, following up or rather, yeah, following up with that, I think a lot of us have been taught literally that blood is thicker than water. Family is everything. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you must tolerate and and <laughs> deal with or accept whatever, all these toxic behaviors, yep. all these, all this disrespect, all these things, because that's family. Right. But do, do you want to get into generational trauma? Right. Because that's family. Mm-hmm. I disagree with that. And mm-hmm. that's something where, you know, I had a conversation with my mom yesterday and she kind of hinted at like, you can't be like that. Like, you know, you're kind of cold hearted. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think I, have, I am. I have my reasons. What do you mean? <laughs> but I don't even think it's cold hearted. I just think that. That's I'm, how they see it. They always, I'm not going like to allow that. someone to continuously show me who they are and make excuses, make for, excuses them. for them yep. or allow them to continuously take advantage of me, disrespect me treat me poorly but that's my family so i'm just gonna take it absolutely not because at the end of the day we are people people Mm -hmm. deserving of respect people deserving of love kindness and just because we have the same blood to me does not feel like i would just sit here and allow whatever you feel like you because people will use that as an excuse i feel Mm -hmm. oh we're family so i can do everything under the sun but you right. got to still love me because we're family. Exactly. I don't agree with that because if you held that relationship in such a high regard, you wouldn't treat me the way that you do. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't, I don't agree with that. And so it was interesting to me because I had a thought of like, yo, this is literally why generational trauma exists because for so many of us, for so many families, we hold on to so many ugly, horrible, mm-hmm. rude, ugly things that happen. We don't talk about it or we act like it didn't happen or whatever. And we rug. sweep it under a rug. Mm-hmm. And on top of that rug, it's stitched in. We're family. <laughs> right. Like, Literally. And that's just not, that's not okay with me. And that's not enough of an excuse to, as people, not treat each other the way that we deserve. Um, and so, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, not sorry. That I just, I won't allow that. And in that place comes boundaries for me. For sure. Like, I can still love you, but I don't have to like you. I can still love you and not want to spend time with you or be around you, quite honestly. I can still love you as my family and decide that our relationship works best 
when we don't actually have communication. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, it's just this idea of we're family, AKA you got to take everything. I just don't agree with that. No, for sure. And I, this is like, we're so quick to do this with people who are non-family, I feel like, because like you said, because of that stigma associated with your blood, it's like everything that they do is forgivable at some Mm -hmm. point in time. And it's just like, oh yeah, with time, Mm -hmm. you'll get over it. It's not like that. Like, at the end of the day, I see it as family or human beings just like you. Yep. And what if we weren't related, but we were, but mm-hmm. we lived together and we were around each other all the time. So it would then, be a different story, right? So then, what's so then what's okay and what's not okay? Where do you draw the line? Where for do you, me, exactly. yeah, like for me, either way, it's a no. Mm-hmm. Like boundaries are essential. I always feel like in every relationship, and mm-hmm. I've definitely learned throughout the last couple years that I have absolutely no problem with setting boundaries. I mm-hmm. think I've I think it's become second nature for me because I'm I'm tired of people having so much access and like it sucks the energy out of you. Like mm-hmm. you have to start doing things that you feel like serve you yeah. and you know like keep you in a healthy mindset and just state of being. And even if that means family, you got to do that too. Yeah. Like especially like, you know, and B, you go through this too, like having different households and mm-hmm. also like like you were saying, you you're sometimes a different person in these households, and yeah. sometimes um, the dynamic is just entirely different. And you may have a stronger relationship with certain family members and one than the other. And you know, it's really just having to find that balance of like, okay, this is what I'm not okay with here. Right. But that, but it also might look different in another place too, because right. what your mom, what you have with your mom, like your boundaries with her could look very different from what it looks like with your pops right. or whoever it is that your guardian that raised you. Cause it's not always your parents, it's not always right. the people who birthed you. So, and you gotta be okay with setting those boundaries, even though like, you know, <laughs> you know how your mom always says, or they say like, I brought you into this world. Mm-hmm. I could take you out. Like, no sis. But that, that's like, what makes things more am, complicated right, with your right, parents. Cause they right. swear. And it's they like, do, they get really entitled. I'm, I'm like, still a person. I respect here. it. Yeah. You brought me in for sure. For sure. But then it goes back to do like one, you brought me in, but I had no, um, you know, like no option in where, the, when, right. I, when I came into this world, <laughs> but now that I'm here, right. I deserve to be treated with the same respect as a human being as you right. do. So certain things you say and do, and I think that not parents allowed. tend to use that line almost in a toxic manner, if yeah, I got to be honest. For like, sure. Parents will really treat you like crap or say sure. the worst things to you that are like emotionally abusive and be like, but I'm your parent. Right. And I, I could do that. Do, I, I could do that because yeah, you're my daughter. I can do that. Or <laughs> I can say that. Or I can, and it's like, yeah. I am a person above else. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is our relationship to each other, but I am a person above all else. For you sure. cannot speak to me that way. Because exactly. I would let no one else speak to me that way. You cannot treat me that way because I would let no, you taught me I was just gonna not say, to allow people I was just to take advantage say that. of me or treat me this way. And so you're <laughs> the asking first me to let that guard down for you. That absolutely, I'm sorry, but no. And that's why I think. A lot of our generation clashes with our parents because for so many of the older generations, they were taught to keep your mouth shut and just, and we're like, listen, keep your head down, do what you gotta do. And we are just like, I don't, I don't think that's going to work for me. No, you know, I don't think that that doesn't really, I'm I'm good. Thank you. Um, And I think, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting because you have parents who you know, are, are super respectful of that. And for as many boundaries as you try to set truthfully the only way it can really work is if the other person respects it exactly and that's how you get a lot of relationships where the relationship is over because Mm -hmm. i set a boundary and you could not respect it therefore i had to put space between us exactly but we don't see all of that and i think a lot of us you know i'm sure many of you will agree us putting boundaries has been kind of reversed as us being disrespectful (laughs) yo it is so like like, people are people are just selfish let me tell you because it just it's one of the greatest acts of like self-love and self-care you could probably give yourself Mm -hmm. is literally like choosing you and being unapologetic about it that's incredible to me when people really try to guilt trip you about decisions that you made that bettered you and you know put you in a better mental and physical state like i don't care what anybody says Setting boundaries is healthy, yeah. and if they don't respect it, like honestly, the way people react to things is like going back to the to what you just said. Because I I say it all the time too, when somebody is showing you who they are, believe them, believe it, 
and stand by it and don't make excuses for them or don't be like, I think they meant to say, Mm -hmm. no, sis, no, Mm -hmm. bro. They said what they wanted to say and they did what they wanted to do. So if they really, really cared about you and, you know, had your best intentions at heart, Mm -hmm. they're going to respect what is best for you. And like family will do that very specifically. And they're good at it. They're good at it. Based on the underlying, we are family. Oh, no, you know, I didn't mean it that way. Oh, you know, I didn't do this. No, 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 because I love you. But no. Because we do that to somebody else. Right. Or I raised you or like. Yeah, there's always, there's so many excuses literally under the sun as to why it's okay to disrespect me or to treat me in such manner or to take advantage of me. And at the end of the day, I'm saying absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And like I said, this was a conversation that kind of came up a couple months ago when we were like, yo, let's talk about it. Because at that time I had been really learning and sitting in the idea of boundaries and what that meant and what that looked like between me and whoever. And I just was like, it's hard to set boundaries, especially mm-hmm. when you haven't before, because people, of course, they're going to challenge it and question it because they're used to having access to you. What or did having I do? Whatever. What happened? And, you know, or they like look at you like you switched up on them. Always. And it's not always necessarily switching up. It's more so like you just you're tuning in in a right. sense. And so, you know, I just feel like what I've seen um, has been just super interesting to me because Something that you notice is relationships with our parents are different. And um, something that is so funny to me, like I feel like there was a point in in life where unspokenly so, I hope that's a word. (laughs) We're gonna make it one. There was like an unspoken agreement between me and my mom where we just kind of knew like we had each other. Like it was us together. It was just us, right? And, you know, anybody who knows me in a sense or if I've given you that access you know that the relationship with my mom isn't always easy we don't have an easier relationship Mm -hmm. however like I said there was always this unspoken understanding of I got you you got me Mm -hmm. and so especially when it comes to me I have found and I'm finding that I have a hard time forgiving people Mm -hmm. who disrespect my mother oh take advantage of of my mother of course and of course. You know, I feel like what that forgiveness looks like is very different for different people. But, you know, in terms of family, like the conversation we had last night, you know, my mom is like this loving, giving person. And I've just seen on on her end of things, people continuously taking advantage of her, people continuously, you know, treating her like crap. And, mm-hmm. you know, my mom is the oldest in, on her in of her siblings and such. And that's a complicated relationship in itself but Mm -hmm. I just always see her giving 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 and people just taking 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 and then literally oh you know when they feel like it they will just drop her like a fly and (laughs) you know my mom she'll be upset and she complains and she's obviously so hurt and I hate that but then like give it a couple months when they come back she's and I'm like sis Stop letting people do this to you. Right. It's hard for me because I stop messing with them when I see them do it because you're not about to do that to my mom. Exactly. Absolutely not. So she can keep accepting you back, but I'm not allowing you into my quarters. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. And so that was a conversation because she's like, yeah, but that's family. You know how family is. And I'm like, I think not, sis. I'm sorry, but no. Yeah. And like I said, she kind of looked at me like, why are you like this? Like she looked at me like I was like, and I'm like, no, because when you tolerate disrespect, you treat people to disrespect you, that it's okay. Exactly. And I'm just not one of, I, I, I don't accept that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not somebody who is going to make a scene per se. I've never really made a scene in my life. I don't do that. What I do is I fall back. For sure. Okay, by all means. <laughs> with you, no explanation. With either. no explanation. That's cool. Exactly. I take note and I fall back. And there doesn't exactly. need to be this whole big shebang about it. I'm just going to fall back. And that's what I've done. And so for her to kind of, you know, again, but that's family. But that, and I'm just like, no, because that's you're teaching people it's okay to treat you. You're enabling. Less, you're enabling. You're enabling them. I'm not. I am an enabler, but not in that sense. Absolutely not. Right, and I completely agree. Like for me, like immediate family is just like untouchable. Like mm-hmm. for sure. Like I know. I know a lot of people feel like that that's that way about their mom and so strongly too. Mm-hmm. And it's the same way for me. And even just like you, like my relationship with my mom, we bump heads all the time. Right. But like God forbid something was to happen to her or my nana mm-hmm. or my dad yeah. or or for my siblings and my little cousins, because those that's like the lifeline right there. So mm-hmm. it's like I just can't even imagine like I can't even imagine someone looking at them crooked. 
I probably, <laughs> I would probably start flipping tables and stuff. Like, I'm sorry, did you have something in your eye? Like, don't look at her like that or him like that. Yeah. Or you could talk to me, like you know. Right, and right. mind you, right, just like you, like I don't disrespect people until I'm disrespected, mm-hmm. and I'm all about matching energy. Mm-hmm. The way that you come off to me is the same way that I'm gonna put you in your place mm-hmm. and then some, because now I'm gonna make you feel dumb. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna really like have to g-check you in a sense and i don't want to have to do that because i was raised better but i have no problem doing it right and that's you have that to teach people how and to that's treat that you. And exactly that's bottom line. and you can't tolerate anything less like when, you once you enable them to. it only takes one time like right you only got to enable someone one time for them to think they have that power over you that's yes that's so true that so, and when you show them time and time again like I'll keep coming back. You're, it's yeah, okay. you easily I'll forgive. I'll get over it. Yeah. They be like, then I'm gonna keep doing this. I'm right. gonna keep taking advantage. I'm gonna keep treating you like whatever. I'm gonna mm-hmm. keep taking from you right. because I know you're gonna come right back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So keeping in mind with that, um, the whole idea of respecting your elders, right, within a family, because mm-hmm. we talked about how generational trauma comes to be, kind of, and when you think about Loki. The oldest people in your family be the most disrespectful. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's because they're getting up there, so they don't give a F about what they say anymore. <laughs> but they, they're they just so rude. You're like, not meeting they, their standards. They say anything to you, and yeah. you just you kind of just got to accept it. And so I think, you know, there comes a certain point where we start to get older. Mm-hmm. And it's different than when you're looking at this giant towering or exactly. saying something to you. Now it's like, all right, what you're not going to do is say some, some crazy stuff like exactly. that, right? So I don't know. What what are your thoughts on the whole idea of, like, respecting your elders? But, like, when does it cross that line of just being blatant disrespectful? How do you... Um, how do you go about it? Go about it. Yeah, I was trying to find the right, right word. How mm-hmm. do you deal with it? How do you confront it? Do you just allow it or... Do you say some like what to you is that final straw or that line that's crossed where it's just blatant disrespect? Well, the saying respect your elders, like I don't get me wrong, I agree with it to a certain extent, in the sense that like we're the same way too, like with our younger siblings or our younger cousins, it's like, well, who do you think you are? Like mm-hmm. talking to me like that. Like mm-hmm. it's not like I'm you're 10 and I'm 10. I'm not your little and friend. we're and we're on the <laughs> playground and we're we're wrestling and shit. Now we're at the same level. Yeah. But what are you talking about? Like, right. don't like, you know, and we're, don't get me wrong. Like us being in our twenties, we're like that too. When people younger than us try to either like tell us what to do. Like mm-hmm. we're like, we're not the OG. Like, like mm-hmm. we didn't, we're like, we haven't been there, done that. Or they get like slick with their mouth or hands. And it's just like that in that sense. Okay. Yes, I agree. But I also have to say that everyone deserves to be respected. Even minors, like even kids younger than in their 20s even people younger than being a teenager like everyone has the right to deserve a level of respect that i have to say um but when it comes to like drawing the line like i for me personally whenever i feel like a line is crossed in my family i think i'm very vocal about it like i think the second that well first of all my reaction will tell you everything Mm -hmm. like if i feel like you came off some type of way like first the eyebrow will go up and i'm like first of all (laughs) What are you talking about? <laughs> Who are you talking to? Okay, let's just take it back really quick. I'm going to unravel <laughs> this one and tell you about yourself now. Yeah. Because and I and at least like I feel like I can do that in my household even mm-hmm. if even if we get some type of backlash and that'll cause tension and we'll go at it for a little bit. Right. I definitely one speak up for myself, two address it in the moment. My biggest thing is don't prolong it. The second right. you see something go left or you think it's wrong, it's like we just said, don't be an enabler. Right. And don't also, like, 24-hour rule. Like, if you don't address it in 24 hours, let it go. Let it go. Like, because that was too long, sis. Like, you should have done it. And they don't it. ever care. Like, they said right. it, and the minute they said it, they no longer care about it. <laughs> right. It. Like, it was never that serious for them. Oh, they my don't realize friend. all the ways in which they just fucking crushed your soul. <laughs> right. My my favorite is when, no, my favorite is when you argue, right? Let's say I, I have a quarrel with my mother. Mm-hmm. An hour later, she comes uh, strolling into my room you trying to have it. a conversation with me. Yeah. Like, sis, what? <laughs> you fake as hell. Don't do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying to digest the nonsense right. that right. just happened an hour ago. And that but in itself is low-key like a toxic behavior. It is. It like, is. because I just insulted the right. hell out of you. 
and you got to be okay with it. But now you got to be okay with it. Now it's I'm like I'm your back. mom. Now let's yeah, be calm. Yeah, let's be rational about this. I can this. say all of that to you. It's right. okay, but don't you ever even try to tell me to respect you. Right, and then and then like the gag is like you. I'm the type of person that like I have to communicate and get it off my chest, mm-hmm. and we have to come to some twi- some type of conclusion, mm-hmm. whether that be agreeing to disagree right. or a solution was put in place so that right. this doesn't happen anymore, whatever it was. And I just can't stand when like a conversation or um, a disagreement stops in the middle of it and there was no solution like that came mm-hmm. to nothing. And then you want to like prance on like nothing ever happened. Like, like I'm just not happened. I'm just not a fake individual. Like this is even this is with any yeah. relationship. I don't act like things are straight when they're not. Like, so it's even harder to do that with your parents. Cause right. You're like because you live with them and it's and it's just yes. like who wants to come home and feel some type of. Yes. You know, energy. like that negative energy, yeah. like who needs that type of aura? And I don't even and like by all means, I don't have that type of like old toxic environment. But I for sure have had my fair share of going back and forth with both my parents and my grandparents. Right. And when we when we go at it, like it's legit. So and, you know, yeah. both sides have sometimes trouble hearing each other. But yeah, because <laughs> Hispanics so damn loud. OK, <laughs> we're so obnoxious. But but. Like, I would say, like, at the end of the day, even, like, on, on bad terms and stuff like that, I'm always the one that I find myself always being the one to, like, come to the other person and be like, okay, so what are we going to do about this? Right. How it's never, like, the other way around. It's never, like, a, they make the effort to uh-huh. meet you halfway and be like, I'm sorry for it. No. Never. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's that's, a lot that's of pride. We don't care to hold grudges. It's a lot of pride. And, it right, and, like, family, family is my world, so I don't want to have some type of yeah. grudge holding against them, but also, too, like... They have to put their pride aside every now and then because they're always telling us to do that. That's true. But I will say, while I can't hold the grudge, I think, no, I've, I've, held, I've held little grudges. Some things can't be forgotten. Some things you do not forget. Forget, exactly. Some things they stick I've with you. taken note mm-hmm. and I won't forget that. I'm not going to make it a big deal any longer. Yep. But I do remember that you said this. Take and notes and act accordingly. I know for me, like, I remember... So, like, you know how people, family specifically, the the elders will find the sense of entitlement to tell you about yourself mm-hmm. or make critiques on your body, your hair, your whatever, <laughs> your life. And, yeah. how, like, I walk into a room and you're like, oh, you've gained weight. Excuse me? Can that's I get how, a hello? But Can I get a how That's how they say hi. But it's like, <laughs> now, if I called you fat, like... You can't call, you know, like, it's like you the one sitting here with those big ass, like, but I right. can't say this to you. Like, how rude is that? And I remember Yo. that this was, like, very serious to me. And this was, like, I think when I when I first learned, really, um, the idea of shutting that down very quickly when family feels the need to critique you on things that they should not be critiquing you on. Right. Because I remember um, one day I was, like, I was at my mom's house. And I had had a great day. Like, I mean, a great day. And I'm chilling at home. I'm <laughs> literally. I know where this is just going. Just chilling. And her brother comes over, my uncle. And I had not seen this man in a couple of years, quite truly. And this man walks in and he goes, You're fat. <laughs> like, damn. And I'm like, Hello, right. how are you? Why, you're fat. This was like a couple years ago. But I was like, because when I was like a teenager, I was a freaking stick. I think even like mm-hmm. my first two, like when I was a sophomore in college, maybe a junior, I was really thin. Mm-hmm. Um, but after I graduated, I started to gain my weight back gradually, Word. which I was okay with. Like as women, our bodies change as people, our Facts. bodies change. And so mind you, I wasn't even fat. I think I had just gotten a little thick, but the man felt the need to continuously tell me I was fat. That's OD. And I remember like, he only stopped because my mom was like, oh, stop. Like in a joking way, like, stop, come here. And they were talking, but I sat there. I kid you not, I didn't eat for like two days. That's I couldn't terrible. eat. I could not stomach That's so toxic. to eat food because as a, like as a woman, as a person, when you gain weight, when you lose weight, you do start to feel a certain way about your fam- your body, your mm-hmm. family. You feel that way too. And um, I remember just, it made me feel so nasty disgusting i don't really yeah. know like all the that right adjectives to use but it did not make me feel good about myself right. and this man he just he called me fat repeatedly Sorry. like and not in like a, he just called me fat i did not eat for two days i did not forget that shit 
Mm-hmm. Like it, I side eye him to this day mm-hmm. because it was like after I got over the hurt, after I cried, after I damn near starved for two days. Once I finally started to eat, I then I was pissed. Mm-hmm. Then I was angry. Then I felt sort of empowered. Right. Because who are you <laughs> to ever speak on my body? Exactly. But that's what, and especially within Caribbean households, minority households, the minute you walk in the door, your family will critique, critique you, you the way you look, the without way you dress, even asking. Without asking how are you, how's your life, how's your mental. Right. They will oh, critique never, you. Never that. Which essentially will make your shit worse. Exactly. And I just feel like after that, I started to kind of take this agency over my body and I put that boundary in place with my mom where I let her know her family will not be speaking on my body. Right. Like the minute they even try, I'm quick with it. Like, yeah, but I like it. Right. Yeah, but I'm good. No, but because I didn't ask. Who are you? <laughs> That's what I would have said. My body, and so in that respect, I'm just saying, like, when does it come? You know, elders are so quick with their mouths, mm-hmm. and there's this. Sometimes it's like blatant truth, but sometimes there's just blatant disrespect. As a person, right. do not speak to me that way. I'm undeserving of that. Excuse me. I would never speak to you that way. And just who the hell are you? Right. So when does that line get crossed? And when do you as an adult, right? Because we're no longer children. Mm-hmm. When do you as an adult kind of put that into perspective, set that boundary with your family of like, this is what you're not going to do mm-hmm. respectfully. Right. I feel that. I think you just triggered like something that always sets me off is when without asking, like you just said, mm-hmm. you'll be having a conversation with a family member and you'll be like, oh, so you like this? And it could be about something on you or something you showed them mm-hmm. or somebody. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, who is that? <laughs> yeah, but I like this better. I liked it when you did that. Right? Oh, um, but, you know, like, in my opinion, mm-hmm. okay, but like, I just did asked I, you to see what was in front of you. Did I ask you? I gave you one time. Did I ask you all that? I gave you one time. And, right. And if I wanted to do what you wanted to do, right. I would have asked you that. Right. But I'm showing you because obviously it's important to me. And I just wanted to know if you supported it, if you liked it. I didn't ask you if you didn't like it. It's not yours. It's not yours. It's mine. But I think like, family, they, they feel they have experienced to. life. They I have I've, I've done this before. I know yeah, all of the answers. Always. And to their point, the a wisdom. lot of them feel like they're helping you navigate something that they had to navigate on their own and they're trying to help you and okay cool but the world is a different time honey right the world is quite different and the way they do things or would have done things the way you they gotta stop assuming exactly they gotta stop assuming we're gonna do the same way at the end of the day we are different people different mindsets different experiences Mm -hmm. like maybe what it is that you gave me as a child what you didn't receive is now the reason why i feel the need to go out and be this bigger sense of a person because you instilled that in me to do that. Right. Whereas nobody told you to do that. You learned that later on in life. But why do I have to wait that late in life? Right. Like, why can't I take what I want now? Mm-hmm. Like, why? And so, I don't know. It, it's interesting to me, the older we get, I guess, setting those boundaries in place and, and navigating that very thin line of disrespect versus family just talking. Mm-hmm. That's all. Or what is forgivable what's not what constitutes i'm gonna side eye you for the rest of my life right. or what's like i'm gonna just let that go over my head because mm-hmm. with family is very complicated like i said we always we've been instilled with all oh, family is family right so we, you're supposed to tolerate anything and in, in, in anything you want because oh that's family but mm-hmm. i don't i don't agree with that and so the levels of that are complicated in a sense for sure um and i think that it's just, so what are your views on forgiveness? With that in mind, all of that in mind, is it that easy? Um, what is forgivable to you? And then what is past, like, that's unforgivable? Like, ties, done. Sheesh. Um, when it comes to forgiveness, I'll tell you what, like, when I'm put in a position to forgive, it's for me. Mm-hmm. Let's just make that perfectly clear. I do not forgive others for them. Right. Like, I don't. And I wouldn't, I don't even know if I would so much as call it like forgiving. I wish there was a better word I could use, but I guess <laughs> I, within Moving myself, on. yeah, I've grown from the situation or whatever it was right. for my own personal sanity and my own personal health, mm-hmm. not to give you some form of satisfaction. Because if mm-hmm. I've had to forgive you for anything, mm-hmm. that's because you were at fault for something that was 
so distasteful to the point where I started to question your loyalty or your respect for me or your, or, right, your character, the way you around. move, your yeah, mental, yeah. like your actions. Yeah. And when it gets to that point, honestly and truly, like that's that for me is a turning point where I never forget. It's like that saying, mm. like, I forgive, but I never forget. Mm-hmm. I don't forget. And I, I will feel differently. I will look at you differently. I'll move differently. Mm-hmm. And I may, yeah, we'll, we'll be cordial because I'm not a drama-filled person. I'm too right. I'm too mature for that. So I'll go about my merry day. You wouldn't even know that you, that anything is like, that I'm, that I'm like looking at you any type of way or any mm-hmm. differently from before that. Well, best believe that like the way that I come off, it will the be known. The interaction is going to be exactly. still slightly different. It will be known because again, I'm not a fake person. I don't mm-hmm. fake the funk. So I'll be very honest and truthful with the way I speak to you and the way I act around you. But... I don't know. I feel like when it, we're drawing the line with forgiveness, it's any form of disrespect. Like mm-hmm. anytime, any way in which that line is crossed and everyone for everyone that looks different because mm-hmm. some people tolerate things that others wouldn't. Right. But for me, anytime I feel disrespected or as if you were disloyal or dishonest or withheld something from me or when I'm in a room, I couldn't trust how you spoke on my name mm-hmm. or Anything that you personally could have done to me or my loved ones, like mm-hmm. anything that falls under that sun, like for me is just, I don't know, it's debatable whether or not it's forgivable. And if I have to, if I find myself like taking too long to contemplate it, mm-hmm. like you, I fall back. Yeah. I don't give a, I don't give an explanation because you don't deserve all that for what? Like, no. Because I think at the end of the day, for the explanation that you could give, sometimes people don't want to hear it and they also, and they don't deserve it either. They don't, but they, you can give them an explanation and they don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. They still feel like they're not in the wrong. Right. So they'll challenge your explanation and then you get nowhere. All it's this like, energy listen, for what? It's like invalidating your feelings. Exactly. And it's like, listen, I know how I feel and I feel how I feel. And that's that. There's right. no need to, dissect it this you know that's how i feel exactly and this is how i'm choosing to go forward um i think that so i remember somebody not too long ago said like like you gotta forgive like and i'm like huh because to <laughs> me i'm like yo i do like it just i think that forgiveness looks different exactly to different people exactly. and so the way in which you may think to forgive or what that means for you it's very different for me mm-hmm. and what looks like harboring to someone else that's that's different i forgive and the ways like you said it's very similar the ways in which i forgive is like i said i've never really made a scene in my life and i i don't really intend to unless you got me that hot but i don't i don't think i'm not a scene i'm not a dramatic mm-hmm. person there's no need for i it. fall back and at some point like i think i go through the motions of things before i get to forgiveness but once i get yep. to forgiveness it's essentially like i moved on exactly i'm, I'm not even it just no I one's looking on, back <laughs> i'm over it i'm not gonna make it a big deal but yep. to that point it does change the way in which i interact with exactly. You now. exactly it changes that way because now i'm looking at you differently i no longer look at you the same way that i used to therefore our interactions are going to be different therefore our relationship is going to be different and so to that point um, you know, the idea of people say like, if you don't forgive, does it lead to resentment? Like I said, I think forgiveness looks different for everybody. Exactly. And I don't believe that either. Like, I don't think you'll always end up resenting them. I yeah, think it looks differently. I, agree. I, agree. I think it all depends on the situation too. I agree. I agree. I think that resentment is tricky because it's very, it's very valid. It's very possible. Right. Um, I can just speak for myself. And like I said, my form of forgiveness looks very different mm-hmm. um if i'm going to forgive you and I've, I've come to that conclusion that i'm going to forgive you and move on i'm going to forgive you however it does change the way we interact mm-hmm. but if that for, if it leads to resentment that means i didn't really forgive you that's just like i feel like at that point it's it's done yeah because if i resent you then why are you part of my life why are you still somebody that i consider is something that's pat like patchable again but that's the thing with family. Like, that's right, the very right. interesting thing is with family. Right. Sometimes you're kind of forced Family's to forgive. forever, right? It's you're forever. forced, so it does, in yeah. a sense, lead to resentment, and that's right. The, that's, that's where I get the it. thin line of mm-hmm. what what is really forgiveness. How does that lead to resentment? You know, all that, and I don't know. That's why I'm saying, like, what I told my mom. Like, I just, it's not that I don't forgive you. It's just that I'm not about to tolerate. Right. The same, like, once you've showed me who you are, I'm going to do my best to believe you. And, like, no one is not deserving of a second chance. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you've showed me, Niall, three and four and five and six different times, 
Now, come on. I, right. At some point, I got to really sit here and believe what you just showed <laughs> exactly. me for a fact. So, exactly. You know, I just... As much as you may not want to. And that's the problem, I think, because... We want to believe people family, are good. We like, want to believe everybody's right. inherently good. And when it comes to family, even more so, because we have, I think, an idea of what we think family should look like or mm -hmm. be like in our minds. And therefore, that that powers the way in which we treat each other or act towards each other, because... Essentially, family is forever. Exactly. So we believe that family is supposed to be there forever, mm -hmm. no matter what. It's supposed to be but infinite. that's untrue. If mm -hmm. you treat someone poorly, you cannot be surprised if they decide, I no longer want to be treated poorly. Mm -hmm. I'm out. Mm -hmm. Don't matter if you family, blood, what. Mm -hmm. At a certain point, I think everyone has a breaking point. Everyone has exactly. you know, that line where you cross <laughs> and you can't come back from. <laughs> right. So I just don't feel like family is um devoid of that mm -hmm. like everybody could get soft right <laughs> everyone could get cut <laughs> like <laughs> that's not, so you know it's just it's one of those things um but i guess bringing back to the point that we brought up earlier that's when the idea of like chosen family kind of swings in because you know you meet people who who come into your life and they serve a purpose that essentially wasn't planned mm -hmm. you never saw it coming but they are in every sense of the word kind of that missing piece of your puzzle that missing family that mm -hmm. that sense of family that you may not get from your own family exactly. um and you know um i i am grateful for my chosen family because mm -hmm. I, I do have chosen family and they have been there for me in many ways and in ways that I would say like my family hasn't in whatever way. Right. But that's why they're my chosen family, right? Because they filled that void when I needed them to. Um, and I'm grateful for that. And so, like I said, yeah, I guess blood is thick in the water, but I'm also not one of those people who believes that, you know, family is, is the bottom line, family like is the bottom the only. line or that they're the only, they are not um, deserving of, restrictions mm -hmm. or boundaries or that they're rules, untouchable in a sense that they're untouchable i don't believe that i feel like at the, at the end of the day we're people mm -hmm. and people are deserving of respect kindness love all that and if you don't give it to me i'm not going to give it to you facts for sure like i think a great majority because can't speak for everyone but i think a lot of us have chosen family yeah. like at some point in time i mean chosen family could look like people that you literally grew up with when you were a yeah. kid and then it could range to like through grammar school, through high school, through college, and after. Like mm -hmm. as life just gets griller and you start adulting, like it could be your that, neighbor next door that literally. was there for you in this one really hard time, and exactly. you know that's like damn, that's family forever now. We right, do this thing together, and the impact was that deep. And yeah. and, and sometimes it's only one encounter. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Like I feel like like you said, they fulfill a void. They fulfill. I just feel like they fulfill a lot of things. They fulfill mm -hmm. that friendship factor, that mm -hmm. your person. Whatever it is that you may need emotionally, physically, spiritually, mm -hmm. just a shoulder, sometimes even just company. Sometimes it, it it's whatever it is that you feel like you need in that moment or mm -hmm. for the rest of your life. Sometimes chosen family doesn't last forever. Right. Sometimes people they once they come into your life and they fulfill their purpose, then they're it's, gone. It, yeah, it's exactly. Like for a season. Exactly. Like, yeah, 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 like for a season. Sometimes that can look like a couple months, a couple weeks, right. even years. years and yeah. then you never speak to them again. But Right, but for that time being, they were it for you. They yeah. were everything that you looked for in a person, and it it was the bond was just so strong to the point where you considered them like blood, and yeah. for sure. And I and I think it also goes to say too that like when it comes to chosen family, I just I take that very seriously. Like my inner circle has to be people that I absolutely like don't have to question mm -hmm. like with things that are deal breakers for me mm -hmm. and if I bring you around the family I mean you got to be one hell of a person like you're not just anyone that meets my family like I take that very seriously so yeah I just feel like because of, of my values and like the way I, I guess I, I appreciate and take loyalty and like respect seriously I feel like my chosen family knows like I would literally you're mm -hmm. like it's ride or die like yeah. we're literally going to the ends of the earth and back and I feel like for you know like for all you guys out there too like just like word to the wise and just to like give you guys more of a positive note and this also like ties in with g talks as well like this is g talk <laughs> i didn't forget right I forget. like i think <laughs> i think what we wanted to really just like cap it off with is just 
give you guys a nice positive vibe on the on the topic as a whole because family can look very differently for all of us. Sometimes yeah. it's not blood, sometimes it's both. Yeah. Family is what you make it, I feel. For family sure. Is really what you make it. For sure, for sure. And I just hope that whatever it is that it comes that it comes down to, whether it's setting boundaries or mm-hmm. not having to, or maybe even a little bit here and there, sometimes just don't be hesitant in doing so. Um, even when it comes to family, don't don't let them put that idea or that thought in your head that they're invincible. That leads to resentment. Exactly. I did just exactly. click. That is what exactly. leads to resentment. Once you start believing that, like yep. they're untouchable and they're invincible, mm-hmm. it becomes a whole different story. And yes, like blood is thick, but you're humans at the end of the day, and right. y'all all deserve the same amount of respect and, and, and treatment. And water. Exactly. So. Exactly. <laughs> Period. So it's like it comes full circle. Yeah. So if you find yourself in that predicament, like starting today – change that like change the dynamic like start changing things in your household or whatever it is that you consider your home and your relationships with certain people and it can be your chosen family or your your family family whatever it may be but Mm -hmm. set boundaries and make sure that whatever it is that you're doing it's serving you it's putting you in a positive mindset these people are not like dragging you down or they don't you don't have mixed feelings towards them right you know, like just make sure ultimately it comes down to you and what you feel like you need at the end of the day. And you can't be you can't let people make you think that you're selfish for wanting that or for no. deserving it. Really, And I feel like setting boundaries is really hard. I'm not like, for sure. We're we, we talking about it. It but takes it, time. It's a hard thing to do. But one of the things you learn is when people's response to those boundaries, it teaches you a lot. For sure. And so let that teach you a lot. Like let that teach you what it's supposed to teach you. You'll see like who's really respecting exactly. of you and your time and your decisions and who isn't. And you'll find that it will probably be your family who gives you the hardest time because <laughs> we're used to having access to people mm-hmm. who are family. We're, we're used to just, you know, oh, no, we're family. You Listen, like I said, you know, humans, we are deserving and, and it's hard. And so I, I say give yourself grace, but I commend anyone who tries. And boundaries are, are necessary, dude. For sure. So necessary. For sure. And when they show you who they are. Believe <laughs> yeah. them. For sure. Yeah. Sheesh. Oh, that was that was a good talk. <laughs> Definitely. That was, and it's funny because I'm telling y'all we really had this conversation and we were like, nah, it was past two. And then it just it came right back to it and it was full. It was circle. meant to be. It was meant to be. Um so yeah, I'm I'm gonna end it on that note. Um, as always, it's your girl B. If you don't already, feel free to follow me on Instagram on all of my 511 pages. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> at Beata Francis or at Dream of B. You already know D-R-E-A-M-O-F-B-E and never know how to spell it. When it right. Comes to it. Right. <laughs> and as you guys know, on IG, it's at underscore underscore Liz dot Rose and Lioness dot Liz. You know, if you need any oh, self-care needs. She waxes. <laughs> Get your self-care, skin care needs, and waxing Ladies, needs. You feel me? Hit her. Summertime is coming. It is. It is. Let's go. Period. And as always, if you don't already, feel free to follow us at NTUA, the podcast, on Instagram. And or not that you asked. My bad. I'm out here giving the wrong information. It's right. At, you could email asked. us. You could email us <laughs> at NTUA, the podcast at Gmail. Or direct message. follow us on Instagram at not that you asked. Again, that is not that you asked. <laughs> if y'all are still listening, we appreciate y'all. Thank you. As always, stay safe. Stay blessed. Stay resilient. Stay resilient. Stay in good health. And take care. <laughs>